How do we evaluate Travis Etienne? Will his college skills translate to the next level? Let's find out with Jacob Gibbs right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Etienne, first-round pick of the Jacksonville Jaguars, who had a top-10 fantasy running back last year in James Robinson. It's not like Robinson's always going into his second season, but they obviously believe in Travis Etienne. So first things first, how good is Travis Etienne, Jacob? And Jacob, by the way, is uh, from Sportsline.com. Please follow all of his work there. Uh, But how good is he? What do the advanced metrics tell us? I think they tell us that he's really good. I mean, I think they tell us what anyone who watches Etienne sees is that he's an electric playmaker. He's really unique in his ability to to break tackles and to create yards after contact, which is exciting. Um, It makes sense. That's why Jacksonville drafted him so high, um, because I think James Robinson, for all the good things he did, uh, did struggle a little bit to break tackles last year. Um, He was just around league average, whereas Etienne is, is far above that. Um, and typically, um, creating yards after contact does translate well at the NFL level. So over the past three seasons, um, ETN ranks first among 200 qualified backs uh, with an average of 4.5 yards after contact per attempt. Wow. So first out of 200 backs during that time. Um, and he avoided uh, 38% of tackle attempts during that time, which was sixth out of 200. And then last year, that came down a little bit. But in 2019, he avoided 50% of tackle attempts against them, which is just silly. Yeah, that's very impressive. And we know he's explosive. We know he can finish, you know, with big plays, big runs. But his role in the passing game is going to be under the microscope here. So how good is he in that aspect? Yeah, for like as good as he is a rusher, he's even more exciting as a pass catcher. And I think his, you know, his ability to make people miss in space is just something that really enables him to pile up yards after the catch um, as a receiving option. So during his four years at Clemson, there were only nine running backs who had over 450 yards after the catch in a single season. He was the only one to do it twice. In 2020, he averaged 13.5 yards after the catch. 13.5 yards after the catch per reception. It's I, it's hard to even believe that. The next closest mark <laughs> among qualified receivers is Saquon Barkley, who averaged 11.5. He was at 13.5. Wow. It, it's just nuts. And <laughs> so, like, it's not like he's benefiting. I mean, I'm sure he does benefit from playing with Trevor Lawrence, but He's the one who's making all of these yards after the catch. He's the one who's making things happen. And it's reflecting his yards per out run, which have been, you know, top 10 in each of those years. And then also his targets per out run. He's been able to, you know, demand targets when he's on the field, which is really important. Um, he was fourth among qualified backs in 2020 in targets per out run. So everything in terms of drawing targets, securing targets, making people miss after the catch, everything points towards him being one of the best receiving backs and prospects we've seen in a really, really long time. Yeah, Alvin Kamara, as a rookie, was an elite fantasy option uh, because of his pass-catching ability. Uh, but I guess the question now is is the role. What kind of role do you think he will play? It is not clear, really, what Urban Meyer's offense is going to look like. What do you think? Right, yeah, that's the problem. That's, that's why I'm a lot more bullish on him long-term for Dynasty Leagues than I am necessarily for this year because his role is unclear. Um, I think the things we've talked about, how good he is, like, could you know enable him to take snaps from James Robinson as year goes on, but I don't think he's going to play the Percy Harvin role that they've been talking about, or he's going to line up a receiver like they've been talking about doing in camp, or at least nothing uh, from his college profile suggests that he's able to do that, or, you know, that he has done that. Um, and that's something that we have seen lots of running backs do in recent years. Clyde edwards uh really stands out. He ran 150 routes um, outside of the backfield his last year at college. Um, Etienne only ran 24. 24 was 260 routes came lined up outside of the backfield. And it was only 19 the year before that. Um, we've seen guys like LaMichael Breen 
Salvin Ahmed, Zach Moss, J.K. Dobbins, all those guys had 50-plus, um, so double the amount of ETN. So, I mean, maybe Urban Meyer is, you know, set on using him as a receiver, but given, you know, the presence of LaVisca Chanel and the depth they have a receiver, it doesn't make much sense to me that that is where he'll play. So it seems like it's going to have to come in the backfield, right? Yeah, honestly, this whole podcast is getting me more excited about him <laughs> because they're going to be awful. Their defense is going to struggle, and he's going to be... He's going to catch the passes, not James Robinson, right? That's how yeah. I see it. And at some point, you know, they're they're going to put more stock into the guy they took in the first round than the undrafted free agent from a different regime, basically. So at some point, I think they're just going to say, "Hey, let's let's turn him loose a little bit and see what we have here." I wish it weren't a fourth round price tag uh, in a lot yeah. of drafts. You know, fifth, sixth round would be much better. I I don't know how much different he is than Javante Williams, but. It, <laughs> If he's if he's as good catching the ball as you say, and they use him that way, there's only one running back I believe in the last five years to have 60 or more catches and 100 or more carries and not finish in the top 12 in PPR, and that was an aging wow. Le'Veon Bell in 2019. <laughs> so the guys who get a lot of catches but don't finish top 12 are the third down guys, the Jalen Richards, Naeem Hines, whatever. If you have a decent role in the running game and you get 60, and I don't know that he'll get 60 catches, but if you have done that and you get and you get enough carries. It's like a it's like a cheat code, as they the kids say, for PPR. So I I like honestly five minutes ago wasn't that excited about ETN, but all these advanced metrics really mean something to me, and I really think at some point it might take several weeks. They just gotta give him the keys and see what he's got. I think that's fair. I think he's really easy to get excited about. I mean, these metrics are really insane. We don't see stuff like this very often, so. If he gets playing time, 60 targets shouldn't be hard for him to hit. Catches, though. Catches. Oh, yeah. 60 catches. Sorry. Which would be only... This wouldn't be that many more targets. He's going to catch most of them anyway. But, yes. Uh, that is Jacob Gibbs. And, by the way, you should probably adjust, like, 64 catches because that was over a 16-game season, not 17 to 60 catches stat. That's Jacob Gibbs. I'm Adam Azer. Coming at you with the stats on Travis Etienne. We'll be, we'll be back tomorrow with another profile on Fantasy Football Today at 5.